You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. And I was really wrestling with it. It occurred to me that this could be my one big chance, but I also really liked it right here where I was. All of a sudden, Hot John walked out and said, Hey, Chip, let's go. I was confused. The man I'd been chatting with, who apparently was named Chip, explained that John was his roommate and that the two of them were business partners. Oh, of course these two had come together. I was still completely embarrassed about my initial encounter with Hot John. But I said, hi, and then thankfully this Chip went right back to our conversation as Hot John took a seat and joined in. Chip asked me about New York and what I wanted to do and how long my dad had owned the shop and what it was I loved about Waco. He asked about my sisters and my family in general and what I'd done at Baylor and if I'd known a few communication majors he'd run around with at school. I told y'all he was chatty. Somehow none of these questions seemed intrusive or strange to me at the time, which is funny because thinking back, I find them particularly telling. At the time, it was just like talking with an old friend. John finally stood up and this baseball cap wearing customer that John had introduced as Chip followed. Well, nice talking to you, he said. Nice talking to you too, I replied, and that was it. I went back inside. The guys in the shop wanted to know what I thought about hot John, and I just laughed. Sorry, guys. I don't think it's going to work out. The next day, I came back from my lunch break to find a note on my desk. Chip Gaines called. Call him back. I thought, oh, well, that must be the guy I met yesterday. So I called him. I honestly thought he was going to ask me about getting a better price on his breaks or something. But instead, he said, hey, I really enjoyed our conversation yesterday. I was wondering, you want to go out sometime? And for some reason, I said, okay, just like that, without any hesitation. It wasn't like me at all. When I hung up the phone, I went, what in the world just happened? So you said okay immediately? I don't remember it like that. That's fun. No reservations. I must have been good looking. What Chip didn't know was I didn't even give myself time to have reservations. Something told me to just go for it. Cute, Joey. The story makes me love you all over again. My parents were out of town that week, but I remember calling to tell them. I'm going on a date with a customer that was getting his breaks done. I met him yesterday. I guess it's unusual for a 23-year-old to call her parents and tell them she's going on a date, but it was normal for me. I was extremely close to my parents, and I was just excited to tell them. My parents and my little sister, Mary Kay, whom I call Mikey, asked me what this chip guy looked like. And I said, I honestly can't tell you. He had a baseball cap on, and the way we were sitting, I didn't really get a good look at him. When the night of our big date came, I was giddy and a bit anxious. I got ready at my sister's apartment. She and her roommates, Sarah and Katie, were all there for moral support, and Chip was supposed to pick me up at 6. 6 rolls around, no Chip. Then 6.30, still no Chip. I thought, well, maybe he thought the date was at 7, so I gave him the benefit of the doubt. But when 7 came and went, I was officially done. Finally, at 7.30, a full 90 minutes later, he knocked at the door. Don't even answer it, I whispered to my friends. I don't want to go anywhere with this idiot. But we want to see what he looks like, they said. And so one of them finally opened the door while I hung back out of sight. Well, hello, ladies, Chip said as he pushed his way into the apartment. I could tell that he charmed every one of them in about two seconds flat. I finally decided to step out and at least take a look at him. He was not like I remembered at all. This guy had no hair. I'd imagine he had hair under the baseball cap, but nope, 
just stubble, and his face was weathered and flushed red like he'd been working outside in the hot sun all day long. He was wearing a reddish-toned leather jacket, too, and I thought, is this red guy the same guy I was talking to at the shop? It turned out that Chip had shaved his head to support a friend of his who was battling cancer. Yeah, a bunch of us had gotten together. We all shaved our heads for this good friend of mine. It was growing back, but it was not quite past the buzz cut at this point. I still don't remember what he'd said that convinced me to walk out the door with him. He didn't even have a plan for a date. He said, so, Joanna, where do you want to go eat? He didn't even apologize for being late, either. He had so much confidence. I don't know. I can't explain it. Only Chip can be an hour and a half late and have no one mad about it. I wasn't an hour and a half late. She's making that up. I was like maybe 15 or 20 minutes late, max. Chip was an hour and a half late to everything. If I'd known that then, maybe I wouldn't have taken it personally. Well, I think you're wrong about that. You're definitely cute, though, and you do have me on the no plans thing. That was bad. I don't even know what I was thinking. I just never had any plans. I liked the way things were when they would work themselves.